Welcome to Daily Inspiration with Jelly and I am your girl Jelly and I have like a thought that I really want to share with you guys because I was just thinking I am usually the friend that everyone likes to call for advice, judgment, opinions and I don't know if they utilize it or not but a lot of times I get them to come back and they tell me yeah you know what Jell you were right and I'm like oh yeah told you so but I really get someone just to call and say, hey, is there anything that you need to talk about? Hey, are you okay? So I say this to say that a lot of times because you see someone who's always positive, inspiring, smiling, and never seems like anything is going on with them, it never seems like anything is wrong, or it doesn't seem like they need anyone, as strong as I may be, I need people at times. Sometimes I just want to say, hey, I just, oh, I feel so exhausted. Or, hey, you know, there's times where I want to vent. But I've realized something about myself. And I'm learning through my friendships a whole lot about myself and with the connections that I have. Which I don't have a whole lot of friendships, but just connections that I have through working, church, or personally that I put myself on a back burner a lot of times and I rather listen to people than to vent to people I don't know if that is a good thing at times or a bad thing and sometimes I think it's a good thing because actually when I listen to other people it kind of make me forget about what's going on in my own reality at times and I'm the type of person that I don't do a whole lot of talking about certain things because I feel like when you talk about certain things, you give it life and you don't want to give life to things that need to actually die out. You don't want to give life to things that are negative. You don't want to give life to things that don't deserve your attention and it doesn't deserve your energy. So a lot of times what I do, I kind of just dismiss it. I deal with a lot of things internally. That's why I am a person who has to meditate a lot. I do a lot of praying. I do a lot of meditating. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of listening to relaxing jazz or relaxing music because that is my outlet. And I don't like to burden people with what's going on with me at times. And it's good to talk to someone. It's good to have someone that you can confide in. But I'm the type of person that I use other things as my outlet. Um, even if I just have to lay in the dark and with a candle lit and listen to a little soft music and just meditate and allow all those things that I, that I experience on a day-to-day basis, whether it is a mental stress or emotional stress or a physical stress, whatever it may be, I allow the music to actually draw the thoughts of it away. Uh, I've learned not to actually allow my emotions to get the best of me when situations are going on. As I said last night, I don't allow my emotions to get the best of me. Yes, I do get emotional as far as at moments I get upset and I go through what I need to go through and then I'm done with it. But I like to relax. I like to do things that are relaxing to let the pressure off. And what I'm telling you guys is that when you go through things, try to use other things as an outlet instead of listening ears all the time because what you have to take into consideration and what you have to understand everyone is living life so that means everyone is experiencing life 
A lot of times people are going through a lot of things and they don't want to talk to you about it. They're going through a lot of things that they hold within themselves um, because they don't trust people with their information. Because a lot of times either people are going to carry it to someone else or they're going to look at you differently or going to judge you, whatever the case may be. Find something else as an outlet instead of always putting burdens on other people, talking about your problems or your issues and stuff like that. It's, It's fine to have people to confide in, but start reading. Use that as an outlet, walking, exercising, cleaning. Uh, like I said, jazz music, soft, relaxing jazz music. Um, it's all kinds of different music that you can actually listen to. That's very soft and relaxing. Do something that's your favorite thing to do. Go to the park, go have a picnic, Go out to eat. Do something that will help you to let the pressure off. I used to let my pressure off in a lot of destructive ways before I actually got into church. And I turned to a lot of things that I shouldn't have turned to because I was letting pressure off. And now that I am older and wiser and more mature, I understand that we have to release the negativity and release the things and not hold on to things. I'm going to tell you one thing that will help you let the pressure off in your life. Grudges. Stop holding them. Let go of things that have happened to you in your past. A lot of times people don't realize that they are holding grudges towards people and you can hold grudges towards situations and circumstances that have happened to you. And it will actually destroy things that could possibly come to you that may be good for you. Don't judge other people because of the experiences that you've had in the past with other people. You have to remember that everyone is not the same. I've learned to let go of hurt. Let me tell you something. People don't realize that a lot of times when we get hurt, it leaves a scar on us. It's just like if you were, when you were a child and you were excited to go outside and you went outside and you rode your bike, you rode your bike and nothing ever happened. You just ride your bike and you're riding your bike and finally you fall. And when you finally fall, you scrape your knee and now you have a boo-boo and you may clean it up and now you put a band-aid on it. And that band-aid covers that wound. It covers the wound. It covers where you've gotten hurt. And a lot of people don't realize that when you get hurt in your life, it could be from a bad breakup. It could be from a heartbreak. It could be from uh, getting fired from a job. It could be from anything, anything that has happened. It could be from a mistake that you made in your life. It could be from anything, anything that has wounded you in your life. And a lot of times what we don't realize, we put band-aids on it. And we feel, and because we put band-aids on it and we pretend that it doesn't exist, we cover it up and we don't deal with the emotions that come behind the hurt. We don't deal with it and we don't want to think of it and we want to put it outside our mind like it never happened. And yet you're still left with emotional scars from the past and from the hurt that you've experienced. And you don't realize, guess what? Take the band-aid off. Scars heal wounds heal when it gets air when it gets exposure when you are hurt and you have an emotional scar guess what you need to do you need to air it out you don't have to air it out to everyone 
but be real with yourself. Air it out. When you say you say to yourself, say it out loud. I am still hurting because I know it seems crazy. I know it seems insane, but I have had to do it. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be I'm going to be so transparent with you right now with you guys. I'm going to give you a little piece of my life and I'm going to tell you something that I have never said before. And I don't care who looks at me in a different way. It doesn't even matter because everyone has experienced heartbreak. Everyone has had their heart broken at some point where you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't think, you can't function. You just, you just destroyed. I used to, didn't even think it exists. I was like, when I was 16 years old, I was like, that don't even exist. I don't believe in that. And my mom was like, okay, girl, you just keep on living. And one time I was like, mama, I know it's real because I can't eat. I can't sleep. And I just can't think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's like, oh, remember it didn't exist. Not that she was being harsh or anything, but it was just like, I told you so. All you girl, all you have to do is keep living. You're going to see. So anyways, that's neither here nor there. I didn't think it existed. So the last relationship that I was in, here goes my transparent moment. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. But the last relationship I was in, it actually broke me down to pieces. Like I didn't know that jelly could come back together again, broke me down to pieces kind of thing. And I was actually in a relationship with this person for eight years on and off. And what happened was, um, there were some infidelity issues on that person's part. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I'm not a victim. I'm over it. So I'm smiling while I'm even saying this because I'm, I've totally healed from the situation. I don't blame him um, because I don't blame him because I should have left him when I knew that he was not being faithful, but I tried to work it out. I tried to stick it out. I wanted to prove to him, I'm here. I'm like, I, you know, I love you. You know, I know you keep doing this, but and someday I'm hoping you change. Well, it just never did. So I just kept putting up with it. I kept putting up with it and kept putting up with it. And so it got to a point where I just couldn't take it anymore. And the reason why I couldn't take it anymore is because he actually cheated on me. And this time when he cheated on me, he had a child with someone else. And when I tell you, it broke me down. He kept it from me for a long time. I actually didn't find out until I moved away because I'm from Virginia. And so when I moved from Virginia to South Carolina, that's when it came out. And it was said, hey, you know, I have another child. Huh? What? You got a what? You kept that from me. So it really hurt me. Not only did you cheat, but you had another child, but yet you were able to hide it from me until I moved away. I actually moved away because I left that bad relationship. And I'm not saying that I didn't make mistakes in the relationship. I didn't cheat, but I made mistakes in the relationship as well. And I would say I had behavior issues. And what I would say with that would be is that, you know, the fussing to try to make you see my point and arguing and all those little things. And because I was doing it out of frustration because I couldn't understand, like, why don't you love me? Like, I don't understand. I used to be one of those people. And now it's like, if you don't love me, hey, I understand. Bye-bye, you know, type of thing. But I just was weak in that area with him. And so now that I'm out of that situation, he is married now. Yay. And I'm going to tell you something. 
when I got over that situation, and I'm telling you this, I had actually had to do this. This is what I was talking about, airing it out. You have to air it out. This is how I did it. I said, I have been hurt by blank. I forgive blank for what we've been through. I forgive myself for what we've been through. And I begin to heal because I admit it. I didn't look at myself as a victim anymore. I didn't look at myself as... Oh, why is me? Woe is me. He broke my heart. Of course, I, I cried plenty of nights. I soaked my pillow, honey. I had plenty of nights where I could not sleep. I had plenty of nights where I was like, God, just take the heart away. I just can't do this. It hurts. It hurts. I had plenty of those nights. I'm laughing now because I did, you know. And I would say it, I like, like, oh my gosh, it just hurts so bad. I don't understand. I don't understand. But yet through all that pain, there was a purpose. And this is when I knew that I was over him. This is when I knew I actually, I healed from the situation. When I told him, I said, listen, I don't blame you for anything that we went through. Um, because I didn't have to allow myself to go through it with you. You showed me how you felt about me, yet I thought it would change. It's not your fault because you were being honest. Even if you gave me mixed messages, you were being honest with me because you showed me you couldn't be faithful to me. And I'm not mad with you. And I told him, now that you've made another family, now that you're in another situation, do the best that you can by her. Don't hurt her. Don't break her heart. Don't lie to her. Don't have any secrets. Don't make the mistakes that you made with me. Go on. Move on. Live on. Get through it. You're going to go through something with her. You're going to have issues that you're going to have to resolve. You're going to have to communicate. You're going to have to get through it. But get through it make it work. And to my surprise, he could not believe it. He could not believe it. He was like, you are saying this? He was like, man, that was big of you. And, and now he's married and I'm so happy for him. And it's like, now I know without a shadow of doubt that I am more mature in my life than I have ever been. How in the world can you give advice to someone else that broke your heart whoa that is big like seriously how many of you could give advice to someone that broke your heart she doing you had another child with someone else lied to you hid it from you they had a child while they were with you you couldn't do it you couldn't do it this is when i knew that my heart was bigger than i ever knew it was this is when i knew that my love was past human love this is when I knew my forgiveness was for real because I realized that I've made so many mistakes in my life. I've hurt people's feelings. I haven't always been right. I've done things that um, I'm not really proud of and I needed forgiveness. So why could I not forgive him? So what he hurt me? So what he had a child with someone else? So what? I still need to forgive him. And, and through me forgiving him, and through me saying what I said to him and releasing all of that, guess what happened to me? My heart that was broken was mended. The wound that I had a Band-Aid on no longer needed a Band-Aid because I exposed myself. I exposed the situation. I aired it out. And I was able to take the Band-Aid off with forgiveness. 
I was able to take the Band-Aid off with closure. And I came to the realization that that person that I thought that I wanted to be with so bad wasn't for me. No matter how much I tried to make it work, it was not for me. No much how much I thought I wanted to work, it was not for me. And I didn't realize that it, it, it meant that it was something else is meant for me. And in my season of waiting, in my season of getting prepared, I'm not sitting here just waiting on, oh my gosh, where my boat is. No, I'm not doing that. I pray, I sow my seed, God knows what I desire, and I walk away from it. I don't dwell on it. And in my season of prepping, my prep time, I got an episode about prep time. In my season of prep time, you know what I'm doing? I'm working on myself. I'm working on becoming the best person that I can possibly be. A lot of people use their singleness as time to wait and dwell on being with someone. No, no, don't do that. Be the best person that you can be by yourself. Do things that you need to do for yourself, within yourself, to get yourself where you need to be. So that when another opportunity presents itself for you to actually be in a relationship, that you're not carrying baggage from the past into a present situation or to a future situation because you don't want to destroy something that's for you in the future because you're tagging along baggage from the past. Get rid of that stuff in your singleness. Take the band-aids off or anything that may hurt your future with someone else. Even in friendships, take the band-aids off. With coworkers, take the band-aids off. Some people get hurt and they get so isolated and they get so guarded and they it's like what do i do how do i let someone in i want to let them in i i want to venture out there i want to start over again but how do i do it by letting go of everything that's ever happened forgive air it out you don't have to tell everybody take a moment meditate get to yourself and say you know what i am still hurt i got to take this band-aid off I have to, because if I don't, then I won't ever be happy. Like I know I can be happy. Like I know I deserve to be happy. Take it off. Take off the mask of I'm happy when you know you're not happy. Take the mask off. I'm not happy alone. I'm not happy with my situation. I'm not happy where I'm at, but I just can't seem to let go of what's holding on to me. Take the tag off. When you buy a new piece of clothing, you don't keep the tag going so everybody can see how much you how much you pay for or where you got it from or what the size of it is and stuff like that. You don't you don't keep the tag on. You're not taking it back. You know, you take the tag off your new clothes. So what I'm telling you, take the tag off of everything that is bothering you. Take the tag off because whether you know it or not, it shows. And you don't even realize it, but your pain, it shows to someone. Someone can see behind everything that you're doing that you're still hurt. Someone can see that you still have pain. Someone can still see that you haven't moved on. Because you know why you haven't moved on? Because they don't see you moving on. You know why they can still see pain? Because you haven't moved on. Pray it through. Get through it. Get over it. I know it sounds harsh when you tell people, get over it. You know what? I can tell you something. My mother is a strong woman. And 
when I was going through my breakup and when I moved down here to South Carolina, because they had relocated first, she let me cry. My mother did not pat me. My mother did not baby me. She didn't say, oh, baby, it's going to be okay. Oh, poor baby, you're heartbroken. No, she didn't. She let me cry it out. She let me go through it. It was an ugly process. It was a hurtful process. It was an emotional process. It was difficult. It was like climbing the tallest mountain in this world, getting through it. But I didn't have anyone petting me on my back. That's why I'm strong. I didn't have anyone say, oh, it's okay, baby. No, I didn't have that. I just had to thug it out. I mean, I'm sorry to say it like that, but I did. Because I had no one to console me. I had no one to console me. I felt like when I was going through my hurt and I was going through my situations with my heartbreak and some other situations that I've been through that I will not disclose. I don't mind talking about my heartbreak, but um, when I was going through these things, I didn't have anyone patting me and consoling me and hugging me and saying, oh, and I, I didn't have any of that. I wasn't being pacified and it made me stronger. And that's why I need to become better as a friend because when people are looking for me to do that with them I have a great way of consoling them and I can talk to them and I can relate to them and I can be there for them but then I can after a while once I didn't pacified you after so long and once I didn't gave you advice for after so long and you keep coming to me about the same thing after so long I kind of get impatient and I notice that about myself because I know that when I was going through hardships I did not have anyone to pacify me I just had to cry it out I just had to go through it I just had to deal with it and it's made me a whole lot stronger, but I don't want to be that person that when somebody needs me to console them, that it's hard for me to console them because I never had someone in the times that I was going through hard times to actually pacify me and to pat me back and say, you know what? It's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. I never got that because most of the females in my family are very strong and that's why I think I'm turning to be so soft in certain areas because I was like God I don't want to be hard like them I don't want to be rough like them they too rough you know they too strong I don't want to be that strong but I'm able to endure a lot I'm able to take a lot and you will never know it you will never know it because I'm always smiling you will never know if I feel some type of way you're not gonna know it you're not gonna know it because I'm just so used to internalizing everything and that's how I deal with things and I have ways of letting off the pressure so I say this to you guys let off the pressure and find an outlet and take the band-aids off and let go of everything that is just hurting you and you don't realize that you're still letting affect you it will be okay and I know that a lot of people don't hear it. You know, a lot of people don't get pets on their back. They don't. I was one of them. And that's why I think I'm so strong and I'm able, like I said, to endure so much without having someone to have to pet me on back or have to say, oh, baby, baby, and all that stuff. I, I just, because I'm not used to it, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. Like me and my mom, we don't even say I love you. But I know my mother loved me. She know that I love her. My grandma didn't tell my mom she loved her. But we know that we love each other. So from me coming from a background like that, you know, when someone say, hell, I love you, I melt. <laughs> you know, when it's not coming from the wrong place, you know, because there are certain things that I just didn't experience and I didn't get. And that's what made me strong as I am. But what I'm saying to you now, I want to start being that type of person that can be consoling and soft 
in certain areas where maybe I didn't get it. I want to pat you on your back right now and to tell you that whatever you're going through, it's going to be okay. Whatever's hurting you, whatever you haven't let go of, take the band-aid off and you'll be just fine. It'll be okay. You're going to get through it, you know? So, okay, this concludes Jelly Nightly Sentiments for this Thursday night. Until next time, bye guys.